Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Technology Learning Lab for Thursday, December 9th, 2021. My name is Sean Thiel. I am ACBO's Executive Director. Today, uh, we are going to, uh, actually, before I get into that, um, as always, if you have suggested topics, criticisms, witticisms, whatever else um, you would like, please go ahead and email those to technologylearninglabcall at gmail.com. Again, technologylearninglabcall at gmail.com. And that address is in the description that goes out on the schedule. Um, you can get between email addresses in your schedules with JAWS by using this backslash key to go forward and shift in the backslash key to go backwards. Uh, that will work on any web page as well, uh, which is really handy sometimes if you're dealing with a lot of, a lot of uh, email addresses. So um, that is a quick way to get to those, uh, to get to those links. So today, we are going to talk about mixers, not like the mixers in your kitchen, um, because this is technology learning lab, but we are talking about the uh, audio mixer, like the one that's sitting to my left. And uh, the first thing that I'm going to do is something that a lot of people, when they describe, when they start going into <coughs> mixers, um, they often forget to explain what the heck a mixer is in the first place. And um, so what a mixer allows you to do is, as the name suggests, it allows you to mix two or more audio sources into either a set of headphones just so that you can hear them or more practically into an audio um, interface that your computer can use. Now, an audio interface is another uh, word for a sound card. And um, a lot of mixers have an audio interface built into them, um, although you may not, you may have reason for more than one if they don't provide you enough, um, enough capabilities. So a mixer can be analog, which means it's all uh, knobs that are that stay in one position and control one aspect of an of a um, of something at one time, or they can be digital. And those get real fun because you can have, uh, they can have menus and modes and that kind of stuff. And I have never worked with one of those. And in fact, I have very limited experience with a mixer. So some of what I'm going to tell you is going to be basic and other things. If you need more information and you're interested in mixers of your own, then you may need to consult with uh, an audio technician or an audio engineer at a music store or something like that um, to help you find something that meets your needs and especially is current because um, what I am using right now is a little is a little bit dated. It's from I got it in 2013. So mixers can have any uh, from two to the highest I know of is a 32 
channel mixer. And that controls how many devices that you can plug in and what they're able to do. So on this mixer, I have the ability to have channels one and two can have a microphone each, or uh, there is a switch that would allow me on, I think maybe channel three, one of them allows me to also plug in a, a musical instrument like a guitar. Um, guitars require, uh, they have a lot more Im impedance and they require a what's called a high Z or high Z um, feature. Um, the only time you really need to worry about that is if you know you're going to be trying to get a guitar hooked into this thing. Um, if you're not, then it's not something to worry about. Um, and then the remaining channels are in stereo pairs. So uh, actually, and on this mixer, three, four can take a microphone or uh, an input, which is what I've currently got. Um, I ha have a cable that goes, um, well, let me just explain what I've got. On the, on the very left-hand side, we have the microphone that I'm talking into. And um, the microphone that I'm using is a condenser microphone and that means that it um, records a good deal of the noise in the room so if I'm leaning back a little ways um, it will still pick me up um, it also has a tendency to pick up some of the things that happen outside the window unfortunately um, but what I found when I tried to use a regular microphone that's a what they call a dynamic microphone and it means it doesn't require power and it's very um like you have to be right in front of it um i was having to lean way forward into the microphone and people were saying that it was hard to hear me and so i fixed that um so there is a knob for uh the general um there is a knob for the general how loud the uh, microphone is and then um, the, this mixer has a button that controls um, things like whether the equalizer works on the um, channel. So if I turn that on, what we'll find is that if I use the bottom most knob here, I can have more or less bass to myself. The one that is easier to notice is if we take the knob for the highest sound and we turn that even higher, now there's a lot of S's here and it's very difficult. It's very, um, it emphasizes the S's in my voice even more. And if I go the other way, then it's going to sound a little bit more like I've got maybe like a pillow or something over the microphone. Um, so those are things that you can do on every channel. The other thing that you can do on uh, every channel on this mixer is you can pan the microphone or any channel left or right, all the way to the one side of your headphones or all the way to the other. So what you could, what you could potentially do, because in I don't have anything in the second channel, I don't have a second microphone or a second single input, uh, at the moment. The third channel over, which is channels three and four, 
is where I have a cable that goes from the sound card of my computer where JAWS is. And that is got a long, it's like a, probably a six foot cable or something. And it's got one end is your three and a half millimeter jack that you're used to like on, well, like on the Victor stream or well before the iPhone got rid of them. So that goes into the sound card. And then the other end has jacks that are um, quarter inch plugs. And they are um, a little bit like a headphone plug where they're round, but they have more of a ball on the end. And um, they kind of make a lovely clunk when they go into the, into the board. Uh, and these are a standard, um, I, I think the first time I ever saw one was on, um, well, there's a couple of things. I used to have a karaoke machine and the microphone on that karaoke machine had a quarter inch plug and the, the input that went into that. Um, but the uh, other place I've seen them is if you've seen the old um, the older talking book headphones, they had a bigger plug and they would go over your ears. And uh, I know we had a lot of them in school. Um, we had a box that you could plug a recorder into and then plug three, four, five different pairs of headphones and each one had a volume knob. That's kind of the reverse of a mixer because it was letting you put one source out to multiple headphone devices or multiple um headphones is kind of a little bit like what a mixer does. Um, so anyway, going back to the, um, the, the cable that's going to the sound card, um, that allows me to have JAWS so that I can have it playing in, the, um, in, in my ears so that I can hear it <clears throat> or so that anyone else can hear it. So a mixer has something called a bus, or a, I prefer to think of it as a lane almost. And um, the, the basically what happens is anything that is unmuted on one of these mixers is going to be, and some of them don't even have mutes per channel, it's just whatever's plugged into them, anything that comes into them is going to be brought out over Zoom or whatever, uh, whatever you're connected to, or even just played into your, your headphones. Um, and these are not terribly useful for me anyway, and for, for what a lot of people who are visually impaired would want a mixer to work for. So what we want is a mixer with, with two or more buses. And basically what this allows me to do is I can choose... Uh, anything that is unmuted, like this microphone that I'm talking to you on right now, is going to be put over Zoom. Anything that is muted is going to be something that I can hear, but y'all are not able to hear until and unless I mute or unmute that particular channel. So if I unmute this channel where my computer speakers are, and usually I have to turn it up just a little bit because it's quieter when you unmute it. PC cursor. PC cursor. Now you can hear my jaws. And I've done demonstrations before where I've had this channel unmuted and you've been able to hear me. Um, for example, I've demonstrated NVDA before. Um, I've demonstrated different software on the computer. Um, 
BART Express last week, for example. So that is what allows me to do that. If something happens on my phone, though, which is on channels five and six, if that is muted, you won't hear what's going on on my phone. So I can choose, and, and this is normally what I will do. If I'm playing something from the phone, like this. Thursday, December 9th. And let's, and let's say I'm needing to check the time because I want to know uh, what I'm doing, but I'm, I don't want you guys to hear me checking the time. I'll check it on the opposite. So if I check it on the computer with an insert F12, I'll hear 19.13 or 7.13, which is the time, and you won't because it's not unmuted. And unless my sound drivers go funky, which occasionally they do, um, this is not, but what's generally supposed to happen is anything that's not muted, you're not supposed to hear it. And that's why it can be really helpful to, uh, that's why it's, I, I really like that feature because then it means I can control what I hear and what is transmitted over, over Zoom. And you have knobs for all of these things. So what I can do is if I'm trying to run a Zoom meeting and I need to hear JAWS a little bit louder than everyone else, instead of having to, f to uh, fiddle around and fudge around with the different settings that JAWS has, I am able to, I got my tongue got tied, I am able to reach over and just turn a little knob up or down and I can make JAWS as loud or as quiet as I need to. And the same thing with the phone. So it's a really nice thing to be able to do if you're needing to, um, if, if you have the ability to um, host a Zoom meeting. And what I can do, the mixer also has, not only does it have the ability to send audio out. Um, it has its own audio interface or sound card as well. So what that means is when somebody asks something on Zoom, uh, even if the channel that my, you know, real tech crappy sound card is connected to is unmuted, you guys won't hear Zoom because Zoom is coming out the sound card that is the part of the mixer itself. So that's the other reason I like to use this is because it allows me to hear draws and hear my phone and hear Zoom and be able to just turn up or down. You can also, I could potentially have it so that if I was using, let's say I was using my phone to FaceTime or call somebody, um, <clears throat> what I can do is with the knobs that I talked about for panning to the left or to the right. Now, Zoom is in in mono, so I can't show you this. But what I could do if I wanted to is I could take the the channel three, four, where JAWS is, turn it all the way to the left in my left ear and have the phone all the way to the right in my other ear. Uh, I'm pretty sure Zoom will not show this, but I'm going to try it anyway. So I have JAWS is on the left. and the phone is on the right. The phone is probably gonna be really quiet if Zoom is not gonna show us that, but I can bring it further over. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Zoom is not gonna show that. When I was playing JAWS, did it come out just the, out the middle? I bet it did. Any, I bet it did. Anyway. Um, 
those are some of the things about um, the mixer that I wanted to show people. So it allows me to, and if, and you, you may be like, okay, finally, he's going to move on to something else, but um, it allows me to basically play things for, for you guys, choose what I hear and choose what you hear and the level that it all happens. So mixers are cool. There's a whole lot of other things you can do with them. Mixers can be as simple or as complicated as you need them to be. There's a whole lot of things that they do that I haven't even touched on because I don't use them. Some mixers have their own things like reverb and echo and things like that. Some of them have audio effects in them. This one does not. Um, if I wanted that, I would have to get a separate piece and figure out how to put it in line with everything else. And so I don't have that. Um, but that is, um, that is some of the things that you can do um, with a mixer. Are there any questions about this or anything else that people have? I was also, I also would like to show before we finish up how to go in and look at your app updates and how to redeem a gift card if someone gives you one either by email or with an actual card. So those are some things that I want to also do today. But I'm going to also just take a pause for a minute and see if we have any hands. And Annette, would you like to remind people how to how to do the hands? And yeah, uh -huh. of course. All so right. to, <clears throat> to raise your hand on a PC, it's Alt-Y. To mute and unmute on a PC, it's Alt-A. On a Mac, it's Options-Y. And to raise your hand and to mute and unmute, it's Command-Shift. A on the iPhone, it's under the more option on the lower right hand side to raise your hand. <coughs> and on the lower left hand side, it's to mute and unmute. And the, all these are toggles. On the landline to raise your hand, it's star nine and it's star six to unmute and unmute. I learned an interesting one um, several months back, and that is that if you have if you have an iPad connected and you have a keyboard connected to that iPad, the same options that would work on the Mac, so the option Y or the Command Shift A, will work on an iPad as well. They do okay. not seem to do it on an iPhone. I did try that. Okay. Camilla has her hand raised. Camilla, you can yes. unmute. There you go. Um, what I would like to ask, I have an older... Uh, Victor Stream Reader, and it is so quiet that I can barely hear it. Is there a standalone device that will amplify that? And if so, where would I find it? Thank you. So, are you when you say it's quiet? Are you talking about on its speaker? <coughs> it's quiet, or even when you plug it into like headphones at the top, or on the top right hand side? Uh, I can't use the headphones. I'm allergic to synthetics, and I can't have the headphones against my ears. Okay. Um, what I would recommend you do is find a um, speaker, uh, like a, a, an iPod. Well, they used to be marketed as iPod speakers, but what I would say is find a speaker that is self-powered so it either would plug into the wall or it would have speakers or batteries that would be rechargeable or replaceable and um 
and use that. So um, you can connect a cord from, if you said this is the older stream, so if we're, we're talking about the one without Wi-Fi and everything, that would be from the jack at the top right side, um, or at the right side as the top jack of the several that are on that unit. You would connect a cable from there to this speaker, and then you should be able to hear the audio from your stream. And depending on how loud the speaker itself goes and how loud the volume of the stream goes. Now, I will tell you that on headphones, both streams are louder than they are on speakers. I believe on the old stream, the volume goes up to 15 or 16 when you're plugged into headphones and 10 if you're on speakers. And on the new stream, I want to say the volume goes up to 15 or 14 when you're on speakers. And I think it goes all the way up to 20 when you're plugged in on headphones. So you would just need to find a pair of speakers that would be that would work for any audio player um, doesn't have to have Bluetooth because the original stream neither stream has Bluetooth only the Trek has Bluetooth um, so just and and it, so it doesn't even have to be a very expensive one it just needs to have a speaker that has and you need a cable to go from the headphone out of the Victor stream to the line in or the audio in of those speakers so hopefully that will help. Uh, hopefully that will help you. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat> Scott Edwards has his hand raised. Scott, you can. I was there yes. You go. I was also going to suggest there, um, another option, uh, Barry Shoyer and guidelines and gadgets has an, has been, um, carrying a, <coughs> has been carrying a device, device called the sound box. It's actually an amplifier type device that you lay anything on top of that produces sound and it amplifies it oh that's right yeah, yeah. with a, like a contact mic or something yeah i've heard about these yeah got yeah it's guidelights and gadgets.us i believe is the, the site yes that is the site you're correct yeah so that would be another option i i tend to be used to the audio cords but um that might work as well Thank you. No problem. <clears throat> no more hands are raised? No more hands. Oh. Wait a minute. Hey. Pam. <laughs> Pam, Hi, you Sean. Can there you go. There you, there you go. go. I just wanted to well, sort of if we're going to talk about speakers for things like tricks that sure. don't have it doesn't necessarily have to be speakers because that can get expensive. That is true. I, I it yeah, the, it can be a, a single speaker. speaker. You're correct. Some speaker have still, even though they're one, one speaker. I just wanted to, because if she, that's if she a good point, speakers, it can be way expensive. And some speakers that are just one speaker that's easier to move around, like the flip four or <coughs> other ones. Um, that is true. Yeah, one thing. That is true. Yeah, I I, I was using the the term speakers kind of. I I guess I could have. I should have just said speaker. You're right because some of the, something um, that is just a single unit 
some of them, as you said, you do have multiple speakers, like the JBL Flip 4 has like a speaker at each end of a cylinder. But um, right. but also, um, you some of them are just, um, I, I found one that I used to use with the stream that was for some kind of a children's toy. And uh, boy, it sounded good. I can't even remember what the name of the the speaker was, but it was not designed. The only thing that was annoying about it was because it was for kids. Um, it had a screw that held the batteries in. So you had to go, you had to run for a screwdriver oh, when you Lord. wanted to change it, <laughs> but it sounded pretty darn good. In fact, I remember using it with the, uh, with the original book port a lot. Um, That's so yeah. Funny. So yeah, you can well, a lot find... of the speakers have um, rechargeable batteries inside of them, and you can that is true. charge yes. them up, and then you can carry them around or move them, and you don't have to always have them uh, plugged into the uh, electrical outlet. That's true. If they, yes, if they recharge, I just if somebody's not familiar with all this stuff, I I don't like them to try to go somewhere and look on like Amazon and get all confused because oh yeah, just, there's so many. Yeah, it's it's too bad that because it used to be that you could find when when everything was geared towards the iPod, it was nice because you could type in iPod speaker and you'd get something mm -hmm. you'd usually get something that sounded pretty good and was pretty inexpensive. But now I have a feeling that term doesn't exist anymore. I don't think it does. So, um, so yeah, but it doesn't need to be expensive, and it can be a it can be a small even one speaker because if you think about it especially if you're using it for, for talking books, um, you're not, those aren't recorded in stereo anyway. Those are just um, in, <clears throat> those are in mono, which means they're just in one, one channel in the middle. Yeah. And a lot of radio stuff is the same way That's true. Um, that you might record, but I just didn't, it can be so complicated and just saying speakers makes a person think that, that is true. Yeah. It is. It is rather unclear. And so I appreciate your help with that. Thanks. No problem. Camille, did you have another question? I did lower your hand, but did you have another question? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, I wanted to know, um, are you aware of any Braille displays that have metal pens rather than plastic ones for the Braille dots? Um, let's see. I am not sure about that. Um, I think as a cost-saving measure, a lot of them have gone to plastic now. Um, that would be something that you would need to, um, you would need to actually approach individual display manufacturers and ask them because um i don't know of uh for like i'm trying to i'm not sure about um either of the displays that i have i have a brown note touch which i suspect they may be plastic pins uh and i have an actolino from handy tech i have no idea whether the pins on that are are metal or plastic i'm not anxious to take a magnet and try and find out um, so yeah, you would you would need to ask. Um, I would say look at the features that interest you, and then ask that manufacturer um, and explain your situation uh, and see what the options are. But 
that's a difficult one to it's difficult to know by feel um the material for example i suspect that the orbit may have plastic pins but i'm not sure um so it would be something that would have you'd have to ask the different companies okay thank you all very much for the suggestions no problem I would be interested also to hear if you find anything in particular in the future that does work for you if you if you what feedback you get I'll try to report back in if I find <laughs> okay that would be that would be awesome Thank you. <coughs> <coughs> No, no more hands are raised. No more hands. All right. <clears throat> so let's talk. Let me make sure I have my language characters phone at a good speaking rate. All right. So let's unmute the channel on the mixer since I showed that. Oh, and I have to turn it up. 1929. There we go. App Store, three updates available. Double tap to open. So what we're going to look at is how to find out what these updates are that are available. And there's a couple of different ways you can do it. The first thing we can do is we can go into the App Store. App Store, today, Thursday, December 9th, heading. And if I flick to the right, I'm on the Today tab. Selected Today tab. And I checked that by going to the bottom left corner of the screen. Today, Thursday, My Account, three updates available button. So My Account is where the updates are. So I'm going to double tap on that. Account heading. So that's one way to get here. The other way to get here. Done button. If today, you really Thursday. Want Top games right now button app store. If you really want to be extra quick about it, the other way that you can get here is to find your icon for the app store wherever you happen to put it um, and tap on it uh, three times with one finger. Search button, search button. Then you'll get a context menu of items. Search redeem button, updates button, purchased button. Edit home screen button, remove app button, dismiss context menu button, dismiss context menu button. So if we go back to updates, remove edit perch updates, read updates button, app store account heading. And then usually what I do is um, there are several items here that we can look at, but eventually when you get used to this screen, you, you have a, you can figure out about how far down to touch to get to the updates. But let's explore what's here. Done button. Sean feel Sean. Game center button. Purchased button. Subscriptions button. Purchased button. So purchased will let you down get any apps that you have already purchased. Sometimes, but not all the time, sometimes if an app has been removed from the app store, but it's something that you purchased in the past, you may be able to find it under this purchased area, even if it's not in the app store. That's not always the case, but it's worth a look if there's something that you feel like, you know what, I had this app before 
and I can't find it now. Purchased is one place to look. Subscriptions button. Subscriptions is going to be where things that you subscribe to, obviously, are put things that you subscribe to on a monthly or a yearly um, option or depending on the subscription. I've seen some that are quarterly or uh, semi-annually, six months. Um, so depending on, but that's where those are going to be. Also things like uh, Apple One would be under here. Redeem gift card or code button. So if you have a card or a code, you can redeem it. We'll talk about that in a sec. Send gift card by email button. You can send the gift cards by email, as it says. So even if you're not able to physically hand somebody a gift card, you can still give them the joy of, of uh, iTunes purchases uh, or app purchases or whatever they choose to use it. Add funds to Apple ID button. This, I believe, is a way of adding actual money to your account? I'm not sure. This isn't something I really have looked at lately. Personalized recommendations button. You can choose whether or not uh, recommendations are personalized to you. I generally leave this button alone. Available updates. And then now we're into the available updates. Now I have my automatic updates turned off because um, if you get an app update that causes an app to be less accessible, there is no way to roll back to a previous version of that app. So if you, if you, for example, on Twitter were to hear somebody say, oh, don't get the latest version of Uber, it's not accessible. Well, if your auto updates are on, your phone might've done already grabbed the update and you may not be able to go back. Uh, well, you won't be able to if the phone is already updated. So um, this is where the updates will live. And in a second, I'll show you how to choose whether you do or don't want those app updates. Now for a sighted person, app updates being automatically turned on is usually fine because all they might notice is that, oh, okay, maybe Facebook moved this thing that I was looking for. Well, when are they not moving the things that people are looking for? But um, for somebody who can see, automatic app updates is fine. But for us, that can be a bit of an issue. Um, the other thing about this screen, once you're on this part of the screen. Subscriptions, resend, add funds to app personalized, available update, update all, three, door dash. If you find the first item and then flick down with three fingers. Page one of 12, page one of 13. It said refreshing content and then it interrupted itself. Send gift card, add personal, available, update all, four, button. So now there's a new update since the last time I was looking earlier today. So now we can see what those are by flicking down. Door dash. Food delivery today, minor updates and performance improvements, version 4.64. And sometimes that's all you'll see is things like minor improvements or um, some of them, particularly the ones from Google for YouTube are really silly. They'll say things like uh, mowed the lawn, updated more cat videos, fixed bugs, blah, blah, blah. Like some of them are just really unhelpful. Um and so it can make it hard to decide, do I want to take this update or not? Um, but 
some app developers are very good about putting in a updates, um, a change log of what's new. Let's see what else we have. Update file browser document manager today. Here's another update with some new features and a number. Now, I know from reading this earlier, they do actually have a number of features and their apps tend not to break accessibility, the file browser from Stratospheric. So I'm going to go ahead and update that one by flicking to the right. Update button. Loading. File browser is cool because you can 72%. put audio files into it and uh, have it play them. Uh, you can get things from across a Windows network, which is normally not something easy to normally not something you can do on an iPhone. So um, File Browser has a lot of power to it. I believe it may now be a subscription as well as well because it's the com more common thing. Um, Venmo to the open button. So Actions now available File Browser updated recently. Sometimes what will happen is. When an app updates, now it shows under updated recently, and I have to work my way backwards now to the left. Update button. PayPal. Send. Shop. Manage. Today. Update button. Instacart. Grocery delivery. Today. Delivering fresh groceries on your schedule means our app is update button. DoorDash. Update all. Three button. Okay. Now these are apps that I don't use uh, I, I don't need to worry about updating them because nothing earth shattering is probably going to happen. Um, I'm just going to leave them for right now, but I do want to show you where the setting for automatic app updates lives. So if we decide app that we want to change that phone settings, we're going to go under settings, settings, Sean feel airplane mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular, personal hotspot, all notifications, sounds and focus, but screen time, general, control set, display and home screen, accessibility, wallpaper, Sirium, face ID and passcode, emergency SOS, exposure notifications, battery, but privacy, app store, button, automatic downloads, heading. Here we go. Apps off. App updates off. Automatically download new purchases, including free made on other devices. So this is how my iPad became a mess because I told the iPad, yeah, go ahead and grab new apps that I get on my phone. Well, now there's lots and lots of them and I haven't bothered on the iPad to go in and get rid of them because I don't hardly use my iPad much anymore. So um if you have multiple devices, be careful about that one, because basically what that means is if that switch over there. App update apps off for apps is double on, tap to toggle setting. Then any app you download, or even if it's on another device on your iCloud account, will be put onto the device where those where that is turned on. So if you have multiple devices, be careful about that. And then the app update setting as well. App updates off. Double tap to toggle setting. Is an offer on toggle. Let's see if there's anything else here. Automatically download cellular data. Heading. Automatic downloads on. App downloads. Ask if over 200 megabytes. Button. So it used to be that if an application was over a certain size, 200 megabytes, or I think it might have been at one point even smaller, if you were on cellular, it would just not download at all. Um, you would not have the option. Now, 
Um, if you're on your cellular connection, you are asked, as it says, whether or not you want to download something that large over your cellular. Now, if you have an unlimited plan, you might not care. Um, but the thing to remember about an unlimited plan is that eventually you're going to get to a point where only allow apps. On they will slow you down. Um, if you go over a certain threshold, video auto play is, off 55%. Oops. Ah, sorry. Um, so let's try that again. So, um, even though it's unlimited, eventually the, when you get to a certain threshold and it's different from one carrier to the next, um, they may throttle down your speed. They won't cut you off necessarily, but they'll say, all right, well, since you used a lot, we're going to um, make things take a little bit longer for you. Um, so just be aware of, of that. If you have the ability to be on Wi-Fi, um, it's definitely something to think about. Cellular data, heading, automatic downloads, 50%, words. App download, only allow apps under 200 megabytes to download automatically using cellular data. Video autoplay, off button. Your accessibility settings for motion have turned off this feature. You can turn it on again if you want. So a lot of times when you're browsing the app store, uh, some apps that are particularly popular will have a video that can play about how awesome they are. And um, I believe I turned on reduce motion. And if you turn on reduce motion, then that um, turns off the auto playing of these videos. So I'm not going to worry about it because uh, frankly, I want to try an app myself to see if I like it. I don't need them telling me how awesome it is. In app ratings and reviews off double tap to toggle setting. If you don't like apps bothering you constantly for ratings and reviews, you can turn this off and apps are only allowed to ask you a certain amount of number of times. In some cases, um, there's a particular policy that Apple's put out where apps can only ask you a certain number of times. And if you choose no, then uh, they may not, they might not be able to prompt you again. And I have had some apps just, Crazy help developers and other users in app ratings and reviews off help developers and other users know what you think by letting apps ask for product feedback offload unused apps off double tap to toggle setting automatically remove unused apps but keep all documents and data reinstalling the app will place back your data if the app is still available in the app store I want this to stay in the off position because if an application is removed from the app store between now and the time the phone has decided to take it off, you might not get it back. Um, and I don't think the default setting for this one is on. I think if you want it to automatically take apps off that you don't use, you have to come in and actually change this, which I would strongly recommend against doing. Privacy, heading, app store and arcade privacy, button, personalized recommendations, button, personalized recommendations, button. And that is everything on this app store settings screen. So I'm glad I came in here because there's some things that I've forgotten about. Um, and I'm glad we took a look at that whole screen. So that's a, a good thing that we, that we did there. Um, all right, let's go ahead and stop a minute and see if there are any questions about this or anything else that is on people's minds.
Dad, I think he might be muted there. Okay. There you are. Okay, Camila has her hand raised. Yes. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, I was wondering, there was a setting there that had uh, privacy. Could you tell me what that is? I don't have a, a phone like that, so I don't know anything about them. Okay. Um, what that means is that is allowing us to read um, Apple's privacy policy for the App Store and the Arcade, uh, Apple Arcade, which is a subscription service that they, that they offer for playing a variety of games. Um, and uh, it would just allow you to simply read that document. I'm sure it's absolutely stimulating reading. But I, I thought no doubt. a case on that would be a useless expense. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it probably would. You might have to play Hang with on, it. What's going on? Once you got it in there, it'd be fine. Um, I had one of the, like, on my first All right. Hang on. I'm here. It looks like we're getting audio from another event. What in the world? Okay, where are we? Let's go. Where are we at now? Okay, I'm unmuted now. <laughs> so I'm so Zoom is being so weird. That's okay. Okay, Pam, you can unmute. I just had a quick question about the subscriptions. Um, if you have a subscription, does it tell you when your year is almost up when it's fixing to renew your subscription, or do you just have to remember those things? Um, it will tell you, and actually, you will usually get an email. So I can go through settings and show App Store three updates available. Double tap search, but dismiss context menu button. I will show that App Store three updates available. App Store, account, heading, done, subscription, redeem, get, subscriptions, button, subscription, account, back button, subscriptions, heading, share new subscriptions, main, landmark, share new subscriptions, checkbox, Oops. account, back button, <laughs> subscriptions, heading, share new subscriptions, main, landmark, share new subscriptions, checkbox, checked, eligible subscriptions will automatically be shared with your family. Renewal receipts. Renewal receipts. Checkbox. Checked. A receipt will be sent to you for each subscription renewal. Receipts are always available in your account under purchase history. Active. Heading level 2. 
Apple Care Plus with theft and loss one month. News November to Apple One Premier Monthly. Next billing date, December 27, 2021. But fantastical. Calendar and Tasks Flexibits Premium. Monthly. Monthly. Next billing date, December 24, 2021. Button. To do is to do is premium. Carrot Weather Premium Club. Castro Castro Plus Annual. And Sonar Islands Full Access. Yearly. Annual. These can ne- add up too, <laughs> as you can see. Um, but yeah, it will tell you um, when the next bill is going to, or when the next time it is, it's going to um, renew and you'll get subscriptions. You'll get emails usually too. Oh, good. Thanks very much. No problem. Mary, you can unmute. Hi, Sean. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I had two things. Um, I'm still enjoying the Letter Rooms app that you taught us a few months <laughs> ago. That is, a, that is a neat app. I was wondering, have you noticed that they have the um, little Christmas puzzles in there? I, You know, I haven't looked at it lately. I saw in the app update that they were adding some, but I haven't yes. looked at it. I might have they to start do that. At, um, they start at 301. Oh, and, okay. Um, and he, um, he unlocks a new one every day. Oh, I see. So it, they're really neat, though. And yeah, um, the I other question I have is... I'm going to need to get a new iPhone really soon. I have a 6S and mm-hmm. um, I really still like it, but the battery is getting, you know, less reliable. Yes, yes. So um, I don't want an SE. I want, you know, another phone, but um, the I'm probably going to have to get one without a home button. And I was wondering, I'm sure you have one without a home button because you're yes. advanced. Did you find that to be a really big learning curve trying to get used to not having the home button? Not particularly. Um, I, I realized I had gotten a ho- uh, the hang of it when I started trying to slide up from the bottom of my Android phone. <laughs> <laughs> when I started doing that, I was like, Oh, maybe I, <laughs> maybe I am used to not having a, a home button. So um, it, it does get, um, it does get easier when, the more you use it. And mm-hmm. I would recommend if you have the opportunity um, to go into a store and actually look at, um, I particularly like Best Buy stores if you have them in your area. We do. Um, because Best Buy are, in, as far as I understand, um, as far as I understand, all of them or, or most of them are Apple certified um, so that they sell, not only do they sell um, iOS devices and such, but they also make uh, repair them okay. or they'll work with Apple to repair them. And so what I would recommend is go in and uh, now the way that you turn voiceover on is going to be different, obviously, since there's no home button, right. what you do is the um, side button is going to be in the same place. Um, it may be a little bit further down Mm-hmm. But it's going to still be on the right hand side, okay. Um, on your on the newer devices, and you click that three times, three times to um, turn on to voice turn over. on and off voiceover. Yes, okay. Um, and I think even in the setup process, uh, they teach you the gestures. And actually, voiceover gives you a lot more. 
obviously a lot more feedback as you're performing them, but it also gives you more latitude. If you're a sighted person, you have to be pretty precise about swiping up from the bottom. I've tried it with voiceover <laughs> off just to see um, how, whether it's doable or not. And it does take a little bit more. Uh, you, you do have to do it more quickly and more exact, more accurately. Um, mm -hmm. So voiceover does give us some latitude as to how, um, how, like how, exactly how straight we need to be when we're sliding up. Okay. And we can do it a lot slower with voiceover too. And in fact, if I, if I touch the bottom of the screen, there's a very light pop. I heard that. And if I, if I, YouTube red, YouTube red touch, monthly expired August 8th. Now, if I slide YouTube storm shield bundles, if I slide up storm shield bundles, let me try that again. Lift for home. Oh, it actually told you, want, you. Yeah, if you if you hold long enough. Now the other one, watch this. If you touch the bottom and you swipe up further, settings, oops. double to pay life three hundred six. No, 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 no. Sean and his seven minutes till the top of the hour. Lift for app switcher. Lift for app switcher. App switcher. Oh. App store active. Now, once Swipe you get good, once you get used to, to it, close the close app store. Activate once you default. get used to it. Close app store. Now it's app store. Three updates. App switcher. App store active. App store. Three so updates. It actually gets you. You do get used to that. The other thing I have uh, every once in a while, I still have trouble with this one. If you. Um, Right now on your devices with the home button, you're used to, if you want the power on and off screen, you hold the side button. Well, if you do that on a device without a home button, you get that thing. Oh, mm -hmm. Siri. Mm -hmm. So what mm -hmm. you have to do is you App hold store. three update. The, you hold the side button along with one of the volume buttons very briefly. Call, emergency, double, double tap to power off. And you'll then get your double tap to power off screen that you're used to. So you press those two at the same time. Yeah. And, and, and just hold briefly. them for just, yep. You hold it. You'll get, and you'll get a, you'll get a vibration too. Okay. Um, and then you'll let go. Cancel. Button. So now. Passcode field. Zero of four values entered. Braille screen input. Or dot positions calibrated. Portrait app store. One of the nice things available. about Braille screen inputting your passcode is it doesn't speak it, which is oh that cool. Well, that's I love Braille screen input. Yeah, for a while it was broken. Yes, and you couldn't Braille in your passcode, and it was oh. very annoying. And they yeah. finally fixed it. I know. I hate when things break. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. That, that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, I, I, I think, think you'll I be could. Fine. I think I can manage I it. All right. Well, sure thank you. You heard me about five tells. Yes, no? I did. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. You're always so helpful. Oh, thank you. All right. Do we have any other questions? Jeff, you can unmute. Hello, Sean. Uh, Hi, it's been a while. Yeah, it has. Uh, what was that game that you guys mentioned briefly a little while ago? It's called Letter Rooms. It's an anagram game. And, anagram uh, it's very... anagram meaning backwards? So it, 
So it'll it'll give you a puzzle, and <clears throat> then you'll have to like it'll it'll say um, like it'll give you a, a clue, and it will have a word that will be it's it's almost a bit like a cross between an anagram and a jumble because you'll have the uh, you'll have the letter. It's more actually it's more like a jumble because you'll have the letters and you'll need to put them in the right places to solve the uh, puzzle that you, that you're that you're looking at. Um, okay. Let me see if I can get it to open letter rooms. Let's see if I can get this. Landscape. Charge port to landscape. 162. Basic taste. Skip. Button. Pause. Button. Pause. Skip. 100. I. Move. S. Off. Toggle. I. Movable. S. Off. To M. Movable. U. Off. Toggle. E. Off. Toggle. So some of them Double. are things you can move. Other letters, when you're further in, because I'm at 160-something, some of them you have to toggle them on or off. Um, but it's a it's a letter. It's basically a game where it'll give you a puzzle, and you have to try and figure out what word they're talking about. Okay. Is, is there any way to turn off uh, pronunciation of some punctuation symbols? Um. There is supposed to be a way that you can make your own punctuation group and have it pronounced only the ones that you want. I cannot figure out how to do that. Um, I Normally, I use the sum group that it comes with and stick with that. Um, but you can turn punctuation all the way off as well. But then you might, there are things you might miss if you do that. Um, I, I wish that there was a preset kind of... A, intermediate between some and none what voiceover yeah. considers some is is what i would consider other screen readers option for most mm -hmm. right um so unfortunately there's not a, there's like i said there's supposed to be a way to do it and i have not been able to make it work the way that uh, you'd think it would okay and that, you, that would be under the voiceover menu yep. yes okay Sean, you Thanks. have two minutes and one hand raised all Thanks, right, Sean. so no problem. So let's take that. Let's take the Desi, first one. Desi, you can unmute. Hi, Sean and Danette. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, this will be a quick thing because uh, what I wanted to know is have you ever considered or have you done, and maybe I missed it, uh, doing a call on how to effectively do uh, Braille screen input? Because I have played around with it many times and i keep giving up because i just can't get it to work for me what i would suggest is i would read there's a thing on apple Biz called a guide to braille screen input that's the exact name of the post okay read it on one device like a computer and play mm -hmm. with your phone in your hands as you're reading about it play with it okay. as you're reading about it and read the this one of the few times when the comments will actually help you the comments on that post are a lot of the errors that you'll run into as a beginner. Oh, and yeah. some people yeah. have actually fixed them. So a guide to Braille screen input, read it on one device, play with it as you're hearing about it, and it will click. Mm -hmm. It may take a while. It took me a couple of months to get good at it, but that post really did speed things up a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm really glad to hear you say that because I hear all these people saying, oh, I just love Braille screen input. And I'm thinking, yeah, it'll well, take a little time. <laughs> Well, All right. Yeah. Thank you All so right. much. Thank everybody. you. We will be back next. We should be back next week. Thank you.